Welcome to the Millennial Success Stories podcast, a space for millennial women entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and those who dare to forge their own path. My name is Jackie Kossoff, and I'm a marketing strategist and Facebook ads expert, multi-passionate entrepreneur, writer, traveler, and history lover. The mission of this podcast is to uplift, inspire, and empower young women to create a life that reflects their own version of success. I believe in sharing our experiences so we may learn from one another and grow together as a community. In season four, I invite you to join us as we explore how to bring more ease and simplicity into our businesses so we may create and enjoy more success in all areas of our lives. If you're ready to invest in growing your business through the power of Facebook ads, I encourage you to sign up for a complimentary consultation where we'll have the opportunity to connect personally. Now, without any further ado, for those of you ready to write your own success stories, let us begin. And always remember, success has no age requirement. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I am so excited to share this episode with you today. My guest for this episode is Dr. Cindy Tsai. And Cindy is a life coach and a physician. She has transitioned from being a practicing physician, practicing medicine, to being a life coach who is able to help her clients in a much more holistic way than she felt she was able to help her patients as a kind of -of run-of-the-mill physician. So I spoke with Cindy a lot in this episode about how we can use both medicine as well as wellness techniques together in harmony to really, as Cindy does with her clients, take a more holistic approach in our own lives. So in this episode, Cindy shares with us some amazing tools and resources that we can use on our own wellness journeys. She also shares with us about her new book, which is out now, and we will be linking to that in the show notes. And uh, she'll be sharing a lot more about her book and what it's about and how you can use it on your own wellness journey. So before we dive into this episode, I did want to invite you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If this episode or any of our other episodes have resonated with you, leaving reviews really helps us get in front of more listeners who could use some entrepreneurial inspiration in their own journeys. So thank you so much. And without any further ado, let's get into my conversation with Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Ooh, I'm excited to have you here. So I will let you kick us off. Uh, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So I'm Dr. Cindy Sai. I'm a board certified internal medicine physician, a wellness expert, a speaker and a life coach. And I focus on helping unfulfilled high achievers avoid burnout and become inspiring success stories. Awesome. Amazing. I know one of the reasons that I was really excited to have you on the show was because you do, you know, you have a background as a physician and, you know, now you're, you're using your knowledge um, in other ways as well. You know, for instance, the, the life coaching and I also know you, you have a book coming out, which I know you'll be sharing with us in, in this episode, but in terms of, you know, your medical background and then how that kind of informs your coaching and other things that you're doing now, could you just, you know, share some more about that? Yeah, definitely. So 
As a physician, I saw firsthand the impacts of chronic stress on the body. And I was frustrated when I saw so many patients come in with pains and ailments that came from other parts of their life that they weren't really paying attention to. And so I really wanted to do more than just prescribe medications as a band-aid. And so I was feeling stuck myself because I had gone through so many years of school and training to become a doctor and really didn't know how to best help people because I really wanted to offer healing as a whole and to look at the whole picture. And thankfully I came across coaching years ago and through coaching really learned so many tools and skills and techniques to shift my whole mindset and perspective and help me feel so much better. And it really inspired me to become a coach myself, to share this with other people, because I think so often we think that there's only one way to do things. And I want to offer that everyone is on their own journey and it's so important to look at the whole picture. And so in terms of my coaching, it's based in mindfulness and really helping people make that mind body connection so that they can be well as a whole. I love that. And I definitely, I want to ask a few things about that. So don't let me forget, but first I want to ask about sort of how you made the transition from kind of your, your life as a doctor into, you know, into coaching and, and what was that like for you? Yeah, I definitely get that question a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so, I've answered this 80 times, but yes. let me. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, when I was making the transition, um, it actually happened very quickly and, you know, on paper, everything looked good, right? Mm -hmm. I had checked all the boxes, worked really hard, had a stable job, everything. And so, but then there was something deep inside that made me realize I wasn't fully happy. You know, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And so it really prompted me to think about what else I would like to do instead. And I, as I mentioned that coaching helped me so much, it really inspired me to start my own business as a coach and to speak and to share all of my knowledge, resource, and trainings with other people to help them on their journey. And um, I don't have any background in entrepreneurship, business, marketing, or sales, <laughs> you know, when you go into medical school, you're pretty much very focused on becoming a doctor, Yeah, <laughs> a lot of studying and, and, you know, taking tests and, and all the things. Um, but I, I knew that I could learn and I was very committed to this process. And I think that is one of the most important things for anyone who is interested in starting and building a successful business, right? You have to be willing to try and be open and also to really be dedicated and committed to this, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I made the decision that I wanted to do this and I just went all in. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I, um, I had various mentors and coaches and joined many different communities, one of which allowed me to connect with you, which was great. 
And, um, and, and it's been, it's been such a wonderful, fun journey. And I'm incredibly grateful for all the things that have happened where I am now and, and all the learnings that I've had up until this point and continue to, as I evolve and grow. Amazing. So let's see, I guess before I ask about, you know, or yeah, give some examples with kind of some of the things that I know my friends have been going through in terms of their, their health and stress and stuff like that. What have you found are the reasons that, you know, clients will reach out to work with you? Yeah. So I think a lot of times people come to me when they're feeling a lot of anxiety, stress, overwhelm, right. And procrastination. (laughs) And I focus on helping high achievers really escape that trap of being an autopilot, Because a lot of times we have a tendency to just keep going, right? We check all the boxes. We think that life is supposed to look a certain way and we just keep going. The problem is we don't take time to pause, to reflect, to reconsider if it's really what we really want to do. And so it's actually one of the quickest ways to burn out because you're not paying attention to what's going on and you're doing things that aren't filling your cup up. You're not taking care of yourself, all of these things. So I really help people look at the whole picture and learn how to manage their minds and to get out of that fight or flight survival mode so that they can really unlearn those old programming and reset their brain's default so that they can set themselves up for success and really reconnect to who they are and become these inspiring success stories. Yes, no. So I I love that, and I think that it's such um, it's such important work. And I was going to ask kind of a question based on, as I said, the experience of some of my friends who are in. You know, I have a few friends who are still in the nine to five world, and you know that's what you know they've been doing that kind of, I guess you could say climbing the corporate ladder, right? Like, and, you know, it also like, you know, burning the midnight oil, like a number of them have um, either currently or previously had jobs where they were working, like practically from dawn till dusk with hardly any breaks. And some of them even worked on weekends. Like it was, it's been, it's been a lot. Um, And I, I, what I've noticed is that, you know, a few of my friends have had, you know, physical reactions to so much of the stress that they're under. So they may have digestive issues or they may have other, you know, health things that are coming up. Of course, the stress and anxiety, which is like leading into other parts of their life. And I just, uh, and also, you know, like not keeping up with exercise or, you know, having to do different, different things like that. So just, you know, from your um, from your perspective, what advice would you give to, to those out there who are experiencing these very, you know, physical manifestations of, you know, their, I mean, whether it's, whether you call it like the stress, uh, or the, you know, constant workload or overwhelm, all that stuff, uh, what, what advice would you give to them to start healing? I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I would definitely encourage them to grab a copy of my book. <laughs> so much better. Um, but I think the first thing is really to remember that the mind and the body are connected. Okay. A lot of times we think of it as separate entities, but this is the perfect example of how it's all related, mm-hmm. right? So for example, if you're about to give a speech in front of 200 people, and then you feel butterflies in your stomach, 
that is the perfect example of the mind-body connection at work, right? Because you're having thoughts about you're getting anxious and then your body responds with maybe nausea, tension, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so when you share this example of noticing people around you having these physical symptoms and manifestations, it's really the body trying to send a message to us, right? And so often we don't pay attention until it's something super, super significant. Mm -hmm. And what I hope people can appreciate is that it's not too late. You know, I think that we can always reverse this process and it just starts with awareness. So I think it's important to remember that every body is different. So Mm -hmm. people may experience different symptoms, right? Like you have, everyone has stress, but some people feel it in their stomach. Some people feel it in their shoulders. Some people feel it in their legs, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's it's all types of, um, there's a whole range. But I think the important thing is to really know your body, right? And really connect to what it means for you. So for example, right, somebody may experience a lot of digestive issues. And I would encourage them to just start tracking the symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. And to start correlating with other parts of their life. Because so often I find that people notice worsening symptoms when they have more stress or, Mm -hmm. you know, something traumatic going on. Right. And it's very much correlated because when we're under a state of stress, what happens is it sends the body a signal and it activates the fight or flight stress response. And then the body responds by releasing the stress hormone cortisol. It makes our organs work extra hard right? Muscles tense up. We feel more anxious. We don't sleep well, like all of these downstream physical manifestations, it all stems from the initial part of having more of a stress activation response. So then if you really want to do something about it, you want to get to the root cause, right? Because you can take care of the symptoms down the line, which is, you know, you can probably mitigate some of it, but why not get to the root cause? You don't have to deal with it anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, a lot of times that's when it's really important to be open and honest about what's going on, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. is it my job? Is it the relationship? Is it these friends? Like whatever it is, but to actually really take an open and curious and non-judgmental lens. And I think it's much easier said than done because, you know, it's, it's, yeah. we're human. <laughs> it's, it's quick and easy for us. We all, we all judge. And the, the reason I really like to highlight that non-judgment piece is because when you're in judgment, it makes it really hard for you to want to change things. Mm-hmm. Because if you already set a filter of like how it should be or shouldn't be, but that's what's causing all of this, 
you can mm -hmm. see how you're so tied to that identity in whatever circumstance and situation. But then that's what you need to change, right, in order to, to feel the benefits. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. And it actually kind of segues perfectly into another question that I had as a follow up, also based on these experiences that my, uh, my friends have had. So I did have a friend who, as I said, was in a super, super stressful job, you know, working like 12 hour days, things like that. And she was able to find a new job, you know, great. It's, you know, much better. Like, you know, she works nine to five, sometimes even less. Um, so it's brought her a lot more work-life balance, but she's found that um, even though she's, you know, away from the pressures of her old job, she, um, and some of her symptoms have lessened, they have gotten a bit better, but she's finding that she is kind of still playing out that default of finding things to stress about <laughs> in her new job. So what would you say to someone who's maybe at that stage? So they, they know what was wrong. They took kind of, you know, they tried to take care of the problem, but they're still you know, mentally, you know, sort of having these responses and then that's continuing their, their physical symptoms. Yeah. I appreciate the question. And it comes up a lot, especially when, um, I work with clients in the beginning when they're like, oh my gosh, why does this keep happening to me? Right. Mm -hmm. And what I like to say is that first, nothing has gone wrong. Okay. And this is just what the body does because the brain likes to focus on survival and keeping us alive. Mm -hmm. That's really what it's wired to do. And so basically we've been able to do certain things and, you know, get certain results based on how we've been right up until this point. And so to the brain, it's like, okay, well, this works, right? This mm -hmm. was working for you. Mm -hmm. being in a state of overwhelm and anxiety and stress, right? Working super hard, a hundred hours a week, whatever it is. So it's working, right? And so when you shift out of that and get into a more reasonable lifestyle with work-life balance, integration, all these things, it's going to feel really weird to your brain and your body, it's like, what do you mean? I don't have to stress out. I don't have to be tense all day. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. And so this is simply a pattern that you have to learn to break. And it's possible, you know, based on this, all the research in neuroscience, neuroplasticity, which really shows that the brain is capable of making new pathways, right? Mm -hmm. The nerve cells are always regenerating. And so that means that not only can you bring, create new thoughts, beliefs, and habits, you can also break apart old thoughts, beliefs, and habits, right? Because it goes both ways. It's like building Legos or taking Legos apart. And so it really just take, comes down to having a process and really being intentional about this and knowing that you have like having the support and framework so that you can retrain your mind and your body to be present in this new reality. Because if you don't get out of this pattern and cycle, your system is still gonna be continually activated, right? Mm -hmm. Like even though you may work 40 hours a week, but if you're still in that state of stress and panic and anxiety, like that's still causing stress in your system. So it's not really, as helpful, right? It's not really getting to the root cause and looking at the everything and treating it all. 
So um, I would encourage um, your friend and anyone out there to really remember to, you know, know that like this is a process mm-hmm. and that, and that, you know, it, you have to really just be present to what is and like be intentional about shifting it, knowing that it's absolutely possible to become, to get into a different state. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I know that that's going to be helpful for not just for my friend. I will definitely, I'll let her know, but also anyone else out there. Cause I know even, you know, so many of us who, you know, start our own businesses, whether you're in the process of starting your own business or, you know, are full-time already, it, that can also be incredibly stressful and, you know, and sometimes, you know, you can overwork yourself. And so I did want to just make the point that, you know, entrepreneurs can experience those sorts of things too. Like, you know, we, we definitely do. Absolutely. <laughs> so. and, and I think for me, just even in my own journey, like really learning that, especially as an entrepreneur and starting out by yourself, it's like, you have to do a lot of things yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be really hard to maintain healthy boundaries. And especially when it's your own business, you're like, well, I want to do it all. And I want to like, make sure it's all working. <laughs> like, I understand I've been there. So I think it's really important to stay connected to your why, right? And knowing that this is a process and we have a finite amount of energy and what, and then ask yourself and be open and honest about like, where do you want to spend your energy? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause especially for entrepreneurs, a lot of people probably started their own business because they wanted the flexibility, right. The freedom, the time, you know, they didn't just like, but then what I see happening is a lot of times people end up swapping just, mm-hmm. you know, that corporate job for their, yeah. their own <laughs> business, right? Like they're still working just as hard, if not harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes, they have their own business, but it also has a lot of other pressures and, and things that come with it, you know, maybe like financial insecurities and, and all these other things, right? And so really learning to stay grounded and like taking care of yourself in the midst of all this is so key, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise you could easily lose yourself and actually still be heading or in a state of burnout when you're just like going and going and going. Definitely. So important to, so important to keep in mind for, for anyone who may find themselves in that place. Uh, oh, yes. I was going to say, um, can you tell us more about your book? <laughs> because by the time this episode airs, your book will be launched. People will be able to immediately go get it. So um, tell us more about it and, and where we can, where we can find it. Thank you for asking. Yes. I'm super excited to be sharing my book. It's called So Much Better. And it is going to offer life-changing strategies to help you develop calm, confidence, and curiosity to become your own inspiring success story. And inside the book, I share my proven coaching process to help people transform their lives. And I share, it's, it's based on, there's research-based foundation of mindfulness. And mm-hmm. then I share so many different tools and resources to help you develop mastery in my three pillars which I mentioned would be calm, confidence, and curiosity. And 
The reason I wrote the book was because after coaching so many clients over the years, I really kept seeing the same things come up over and over again. And I realized that in order to go from an unfulfilled high achiever to this inspiring success story, you really need to develop mastery in all three pillars. And so breaking down the specific pillars, so calm is about regulating your nervous system. And it's about really developing your own internal state of safety and calm, right? And a lot of times, as we've mentioned earlier, talking about people who are in this chronic stress cycle and panic, and then they feel the physical manifestations of stress, right? And it's so important to be able to turn that down or turn it off so that you can be in a more relaxed and calm state. Because when you're stressed out and when you're in panic, you can't think clearly and you can't access all of your wisdom. So that's number one, pillar of calm. Number two is the pillar of confidence. And this is about building a strong sense of self-belief. And a lot of times this means looking at your thoughts, your beliefs, and really understanding where you are, what got you here is not going to get you to where you want to go, right? And so it's about unlearning your old patterns and reprogramming your mind so that you can set yourself up for success. And then the last pillar, curiosity, is about finding creativity and fun and really connecting to your inner wisdom. And I think so often we forget about the fun <laughs> and we're so focused on the doing mm -hmm. and we don't take time to pause and reflect and think through things and, and make sure that everything is still aligned with, with what we really want. So it really is important to look at all three parts of the picture in order to be this inspiring success story that I know you're all meant to be. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, the book sounds absolutely amazing. And where, where can we get it? Or is that still in the works? <laughs> it will be available. It's, it'll be available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Okay, amazing. Love that. We will make sure that we also have a link in the show notes when the episode goes live. So that for those of you listening, you can go and, and get that easily. So let us dive into some of the uh, success questions for, for the podcast. So first question, what is your personal definition of success and um, how has it evolved over the course of your journey? So I think it's definitely, I would say the definition has continued to evolve. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that it's about being able to be of service in a way that feels good to you and having the flexibility and resources to really express yourself authentically and mm -hmm. show up as your best self. Love that. So as of now, <laughs> what business and life achievements do you consider to be your biggest successes? Wow. I would say definitely, I think there's been many different ones. I think going through medical training has definitely been 
a huge accomplishment because it took so many years and yeah. <laughs> a lot of time, energy, resources, all the things. Um, so I'm definitely very proud of that. And I'm also incredibly grateful and proud of being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and having a successful business and being able to, to do this and to share my experiences in this way and to serve others through my coaching and my speaking and my programs and um, to inspire others. Yeah. 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 I love that. Those are definitely some things to be very, very proud of. So, (laughs) okay. And then what do you, like, what does your next level of success look like? And this can be in business and in life. So, you know, this could be some goals that you have, or just kind of what, what is your your vision for the near or far future? (laughs) One of my visions is to create an integrative wellness center for people to come experience very comprehensive healing treatments. Uh, So as I mentioned that as a practicing primary care physician, I really wanted to do more than just prescribe medications as a Mm band-aid. And I think it's so important to look at the whole picture. And I got sick myself and it really prompted me to pause and to look into different healing modalities and things like that. And I found that there's so many other great therapies out there. And I wanted to really bring that to other people too, because I think so often we think there's only one way to do things, right? You go to your doctor and you're looking for a pill or something like that. And it can be really frustrating when you don't get an answer or when you don't feel better, right? So one of my visions is definitely, so I completed training in integrative medicine. And one of my visions is to create these wellness centers for people to come and experience some of these other modalities that can be very helpful and supportive in their healing journey. Yeah, I love that. I find that, um, I find that so inspiring and so needed because I think, you know, it's, yeah, it's like when you no matter what you may be experiencing, like, you know, whatever physical, you know, symptoms or illnesses, you know, we should all be able to not just like try out, but like learn about like, you know, what the options are out there for healing those, <laughs> you know, because the process may be completely different, but there may be whether there, you know, whether there's more than one way or whether one way is what works for you. Um, I think it's just so important for us to, yeah, to really have that as, as an option. Cause so many times it's like, if, like, I don't know if it's that it seems like there's only one option and that's why everybody's like, oh, well, then we just need to go to the doctor. That's what you do. Like, you know? Um, and so if that is something that was like, you know, intentionally done or that people do with intention, or if it's something that, you know, is because they don't have anywhere else to, to look for options. Yeah. Well, I think what's great is that there's more and more research coming out for a lot of these other alternative complementary therapies too, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think a lot of times that can be a deterrent when people feel like, well, this seems really new and are there really studies, but there are. and, And I think, and also just so many different testimonials and things like that. So 
I think it's, I'm grateful to have the medical training and background because I've been able to really try out and learn and experience and train in some of these other modalities that are very effective and mm -hmm. really hope to bring to the masses too. I love that. I am in full support <laughs> and look forward to visiting one of your, one of your <laughs> centers Thank one you. day. So yeah. Okay. So what tips or advice would you give to other women who may be, you know, in the earlier stages of their personal journey to success? So I think that it's really important to take time for yourself and to really remember that you're here and you're here on your own journey and that you have your answers within. But a lot of times when we're not fully connected to ourselves, we have a tendency to look external, right? For validation, mm -hmm. for answers and all of these things. And I was very much doing the same thing. And, and, you know, I think that's yeah. a lot of people do. And, and then that's why I think sometimes we, we go on the path and, and then after years, like we go after this promotion thinking that, you know, climb that corporate ladder. Right. And then we get that position, get that, what a raise, whatever. And then we realize we're still not really that happy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I would really recommend people taking time to reflect and think about your why and knowing that you are enough right now. Okay. Because when you feel like, and, and so just being honest about like, Hey, am I going after the promotion or wanting to make this amount of money because it's going to make me feel a certain way. Right. Cause then if that's the motivation, you're never going to feel good enough because you're always going to be chasing something. Mm -hmm. Right. So the key is to really become so full and grounded yourself, right. In a state of full sufficiency and enoughness and confidence and grounding so that you have all of the clarity that you need. And then you can go after whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's a process and a journey and it is, it can be uncomfortable right? <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to do this reflection and, and this work. And, and that's why I think people like coaches and, and, you know, all these things and books and resources are so helpful because you don't have to do this alone. Right. But I think a lot of times when people come to me and they're like, well, tell me how, mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, okay, you know, I could tell you how, but the easier path is if you know who you want to be, right? What's that ideal, that version of you, that next level of you who already has all the things you want, right? Think about things from her, his perspective, right? And then from that place, you'll easily get your answers about like all the things you need to do. Cause you've already done it. Right. So mm -hmm. it's about really getting honest with yourself, remembering that you are enough and then really painting a picture of, of your vision and knowing that 
you deserve it and it's possible. Oh my God. That love that. Thank you for sharing. I know that also totally resonated with me because I'm definitely one of those high achievers who like always is, you know, my default, I feel like is looking externally. And so I feel like that's one thing on my journey that's, you know, it's repeated, you know, I'll get to those places of, you know, feeling grounded, feeling centered, and then I'll kind of, you know, fall, fall back a bit. And then, you know, like make my way back. And, but I think, yeah, like asking myself, whenever I find myself looking like externally, that's kind of my, my little warning to be like, Hey, like actually like, you know, look deeper here, like what's actually going on because externally not always the best. I think, you know, really being in a state of openness and learning how to be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. is really key. Yeah. One of the skills I love to teach is developing the skill of Mm self-compassion, right? Because you have to learn how to be your own best friend because things are going to happen. Hey, that's life. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be ups and downs. That's normal. But the key is really learning how to take care of yourself, not just when things are good, right? But also when things aren't working, like, how do you talk to yourself? You know, how are you taking care of yourself when you're not feeling good, right? Do you go into an endless spiral, like going, you know, feeling worse and worse about things like the inner critic, the imposter syndrome, everything just like piles up, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Versus like, are you able to have that perspective to be like, Hey, I'm going down the spiral. I'm going to pause. I'm going to take a step, you know, take a breath, step away and pick myself up and like go up on, I like to say, it's like, go up on this elevator and see like, and get the whole perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. And so often we're just like stuck in the basement and everything's going on, right? But just think about like, hey, I'm going to stop. I'm going to pause. I'm going to take an elevator to the 10th floor and I can see and I'll see so much more, right? So it's about really, again, just like catching yourself mm-hmm. and just being able to rewire and reprogram your brain so that you can set yourself up for success. Yeah. I love those analogies, by the way. I was like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> you know? yeah, get out of the basement. Like, yeah. you know, take that elevator. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Love that. Okay. So I guess one final question before we wrap up. So in terms of the sort of tools that you suggest people use to help with mindfulness, like, you know, do you suggest journaling? Do you suggest meditating? Like what tools do you usually recommend? Yeah. So I go into this in detail in my book. Mm -hmm. So I break it down to the different pillars. So for the pillar of calm, I talk about breathing and just how powerful our breath is Mm -hmm. and how it actually really helps with regulating the nervous system through activating the vagus nerve, which Mm -hmm. is a key nerve in bringing about the relaxation response. So that's definitely one of the key tools. I also really like to use tapping or EFT Mm -hmm. to help people stay calm and bring about that relaxation. So those are some tools. And then in terms of confidence, I talk about thought work and really managing your mind and also the power of visualization Mm -hmm. and really connecting to that vision. 
And then regarding curiosity, I talk about journaling and a lot of reflection and really bringing in creativity so that you can tap into your wisdom and possibility. So those are some of the tools that I use on a regular basis with clients and have seen that it's been very helpful for, for people once they can really master all of these. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So I just absolutely loved this conversation and I want to give you the opportunity to let, let us know, like, where can we connect with you, you know, whether online or social media, uh, how, how should listeners get in touch? Sure. So people can find me on my website at cindysimd.com and please follow me on the social media channels at cindysimd. I'm active on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and I share content regularly. And if you're interested in learning more and about how you can become an inspiring success story, I invite you to take my quiz on my website and to learn more by taking a look at my book called So Much Better. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. We will have all of those in the show notes, including a link to your book. And just thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. Thank you so much, Jackie. This was lovely. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I would love to invite you to join our growing community of fellow millennial women entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs inside our free Facebook group, the Millennial Success Society. I also love connecting with fellow women entrepreneurs on Instagram. Find me at JackieCossop underscore LA. Feel free to send me a DM with any suggestions for future episodes or questions you'd like answered on the show. For all the latest show updates, exclusive resources for our listeners, or to apply to become a guest on the show, please visit the Millennial Success Stories podcast page on my website at www.jackiecossop.com slash podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.